Greetings, and welcome to Third Heaven Authority Podcast. I'm Mike Thompson. A few weeks ago, early January of this year, the Lord spoke to me and revealed some things about 2023, about what's coming up this year. And I wanted to share them with you, and I felt it would be best if I just went ahead and played a clip from that Sunday afternoon sermon that I taught to everyone. Now, this isn't everything that God is going to do, but it does cover a major significant area that is so important to you, to your life, to the body of Christ. And of course, it pertains to third heaven authority. It is something that we need to stand up in, receive, and to walk forward in. So listen to this clip. I'll come back on the other side and pray for you. And as usual, look for the anointing that is upon it. The revelation, let it touch your heart, explode within you, but also let that anointing jump all over you so you can run with the vision and with the revelation. Here we go. Now, the Lord spoke to me last Friday. How many of you saw, was it Friday night that I did the uh, the third watch of the night. Boy, those are fun. I really enjoy. It's just like me and Jesus just sitting there talking. And so, uh, it's, but the Lord spoke to me and he said, remember, those of you that watched, there were four words that began with P. I was walking right across the dining room into the kitchen area in my house. And I heard purpose. And it stopped me. Now, this is interesting. Let me explain just a little bit about it. Because the Lord speaks to me all the time. I have dialogues with him. And even as I'm standing up here, The Lord is sharing. I see certain things. I get words of knowledge and wisdom. The Lord will speak a little bit. But when he, in a very unique way, speaks to me like this, it causes me to stop. I heard it. I heard it. Purpose. I heard that voice. And so I stopped. And then he said, promotion. And then he followed it up with, prosper or prosperity or prospering because he said all three at first i questioned him on it he said prosper and i said does that mean prosperity and it just happens like that it's like in a fraction of a second in the spiritual realm because there's no time element there and the way that he communicate i don't have to stop and just wait for him to finish the sentence and then try to understand what he's talking about it's like boom The revelation of all of it just happens like that, and just instantly. And so, prosper. And I said, oh, you mean prosperity? And he said, prospering. And because prosperity is definitely a good word. But what the impression I got at the time is a lot of people would just think in terms of money. When prosperity or prospering is in all areas of your life. And he said, I am going to do that. I am going to bring purpose, promotion, and prospering into the lives of the lion's army, of those 
who will yield to me because it gives me pleasure. And I shared on that video last Friday night is that pleasure. In Luke 12, 32, it says, It is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Jesus' words. It is the Father's good pleasure. I don't know about you, but I didn't understand that God takes pleasure, has pleasure, enjoys certain feelings. Over the years, I learned that's exactly true. You know, my earthly father had a good dad. He's a very loving man, a prophet of God. And to me, the absolute worst thing that I could ever do is displease my father. I mean, we had discussions. We had, you know, different things. Never bad arguments or anything like that. But, you know, it just, even when I did stupid stuff, I always tried to keep them hidden because I didn't want my dad to know. I didn't want to displease him. Oh, but one of the greatest things in my lives is when I did please him. He was pleased. He took pleasure in what I had done. I have that relationship with Jesus and the Father. And for me to do something that would cause him pleasure... I want to do it. I want God to find pleasure. To be pleased. What is it that brings pleasure? What the Lord was dealing with me is he was saying that this year that he is going to do something that causes him pleasure. What is it? He is going to instill purpose. He is going to bring promotion. And he is going to prosper the body of Christ. And I asked him about, is this for anybody and everybody? There's so many people in the body of Christ. And you know what? Who Jesus has saved. God bless. Hallelujah. We're all part of the same family. And it's wonderful. But... I know enough about God that even though grace levels the playing field at the foot of the cross and that we are all saved, we all have equal value, that there are ways that each and every one of us can bring pleasure to God through our obedience to what he has given to us and what he has assigned in our lives. There is a follow-through. You don't just say, well, I'm saved. God saved me. He gave me the Holy Spirit. And now I don't have to do any. I don't have to study the Word of God. I don't have to pray. I don't have to obey Him. I don't have to, you know, listen to His voice or do any of that because I'm saved. I'm just as good as everybody else. Well, yeah, you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. But that doesn't bring, the, the getting saved brings pleasure to God. But there is no added on pleasure to him watching his children develop in the things that he has given unto them. And so the Lord said that he was bringing purpose, 
In Romans 8, 28, it says, All things work together for the good of those who love God to those who are the called according to his purpose. Not only the purpose of salvation, but the purpose uniquely, individually, in every single person's life. And that's one of the questions. You know, in the world, they keep asking this supreme question, what is the meaning of life? Well, it's Jesus. Get saved. He created you. Get born again. I know that's simplistic, but it's true. But yet in the body of Christ, because I hear from so many people, okay, I'm saved, but now what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? And on the one hand, that's a perfectly valid question. Yes, ask God. Look in the Word of God. But on the other hand, is that we can't just sit there and not obey the Lord and not listen and find our unique purpose. Purpose flows out of who he created us to be. What is it? I often question people who come to me with those kinds of questions. What's my ministry? What am I supposed to be doing? I can't tell you, yes, as a prophet of God, he may give me a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom and, uh, or show me something, and, and I can share bits and pieces about things that I see. I often do that. But guess what? There are so many people in the body of Christ, I can't do that. And other prophets, we can't fill the need. It's not our job. It's not my job to tell you what you're created for and what you're supposed to do. I can validate prophetically the things that God is doing in you. But it's the Holy Spirit's job to reveal it to you, and it's your job and responsibility to seek it out and to find it. So the questions I often ask people to kind of bring some direction in doing that is that what do you find in your heart? I mean, let's just talk about it for a minute. When you get close to God, when you're praying, when you're in worship, when the Holy Spirit is moving upon you, when you're talking to other people, when you're praying, praying for the lost or praying for loved ones and praying, what are the things that you feel in your heart? What do you see yourself doing? What is it that brings an impact to you so that you feel that you can do that? Do you, when you're praying, see yourself talking to friends and neighbors and, and to people on the street? Do you see yourself just singing and worshiping, is that one of the deepest things of your heart? There are indicators. Do you see yourself working with children? Do you see yourself? Is there something on the inside of you that just extracts it and it's just, my God, I got to go lay hands on the sick and watch them be healed? There are all of these things that are in us, and it's unique. Every single one of us have that passion. Where we want to worship God, but the way it manifests within us, how we see it, those are the indicators. And when we follow those things, what are the ones that are the most successful? When is it that the anointing comes on you when you're doing different things for the Lord? The greatest anointing that hits you. And... The most success that you have 
in that form of ministry. What is it? All of those passions, all of those things just flow through us. And then you just begin to walk it out. Find a sense of direction and then go with the vision. Run with the vision. Go with the flow. Everybody has a purpose. And God told me that he is going to be restoring purpose. Many people that I talk to in person or even long distance, telephone or social media, etc. Many people have found that their sense of purpose over the last couple of years has kind of diminished. They're, they're struggling right now. And I say, well, that doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. You're not wrong. Realize that at this particular point, there's been such an onslaught because of the circumstances of the world over the last couple of years. With the pandemic, with Jezebel, um, political restructuring, all the things that have been happening, every single one of them has been to, in some way, cause a confusion and a self-doubt. God is bringing clarity back. Everything he told you before is true. But right now, in this transitioning, there is a time of repurposing. You're still the same person, still the same gifts, but there's a repurposing, a renewing of that purpose that God is doing in us to bring about stability and become that magnetic north. The second thing that the Lord spoke to me was promotion. In Proverbs 4, 7, and 8, wisdom is the principal thing. Exalt her, and she will promote you. And of course, uh, you know, the writer was talking about wisdom, the wisdom of God. Obeying the law of the Lord. Of course, back then it was the Mosaic law and the other things of the Levitical priesthood, but translated now into New Testament terminology, it's the Word of God and the revelation that we have in the New Testament. That's how you get wisdom. And wisdom will promote you. And God said He's going to give wisdom to His people. And again, I want to remind you, He will do that for any of His children, but He specifically told me that there would be an increase of it among those who are spirit-filled, who are fundamental on the cause of Christ, and who are part of the lion's army. He, he just said, because of their obedience, what they're tapping into, it's opening a door for these things to come into their lives. And that's you. You can reach out. You can claim it. You can run with it. And then the third thing he told me is prosper. In 3 John 1, 2, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. 
There is a prospering that's coming. It will happen financially. It will happen physically. It will happen in relationships. It will happen on job. It will happen in so many areas. Now, I want to say this. I want to be extremely clear. I kind of touched on this last week, but it bears repeating right now. I understand that in the world there are a whole lot of circumstances. I understand, and I do too. I'm like this. Where so many believers want to know specifics about things that are unfolding in the circumstance, the natural, the world's order. I care about every single one of those things. But what I'm telling you right now is what produces those things. We absolutely have to come in line with what God is doing. I'm speaking to you personally. This has national and it has international and global effect. Because I see in the spiritual realm the things that God is doing right now. In fact, I've seen Michael active. I'm talking about the war angel, Michael. You say, well, he's active all the time. Yes, he is. See, I bring these things up because I'm trying to be practical as well as informative of the things of God. Yes, Michael's active all of the time. But what I see is in line with this and with the lion's army, that there is a rising. He is keeping God's will and the lion's army fighting the warfare. He's keeping those things with the truth of God to tear down the enemies of natural and spiritual Israel. And the lion's army is rising, rising, rising. This is a grand time to be alive. Changes are happening everywhere. Now, when I was going through purpose, promotion, prosper, all of these things, there's another term that's very important for us, and I want to use it right now. The Lord told me that all of this is because we are entering a year of favor. When I say year, again, it's not a 12-month period. We get it, you know, it starts on this hour and ends on this day and this hour. There's a progression, there's a flow. But he said, in this year, there's a restoration of favor for the body of Christ. Favor for you. You. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Turn with me to Isaiah 61, verse 2. Hopefully today, my heart's desire is that I speak in a way that the Holy Spirit reveals to you your part. Even if I say he's doing this for the body of Christ, take it personally. The prophet Isaiah giving a prophecy about the Lord Jesus Christ because Jesus claimed this verse when he stood in the synagogue and he read this passage and said, this day, this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. But listen, uh, we'll go with verse 1. 
The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Here it is. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. To console those who mourn in Zion. To give them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they may be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. What a wonderful passage. But just a segment of that I want to pull out. In verse 2, he said, the acceptable year of the Lord. You might have a different translation. And if you do, it might word it a little differently. These were fulfilled in Jesus. The acceptable. I want to say that the acceptable, the definite article, the acceptable year of the Lord. I'm telling you. The Lord said to me that he is giving us a year, not the year. Because the year referred to here is talking about the whole dispensation of grace. This is the year of the Lord, the acceptable year of the Lord. Now listen to this. The word acceptable there is the Hebrew word ratzon. Ratzon means delight, acceptable, favor, and goodwill. The NIV and the Amplified Version render verse 2 as saying the year of his favor. The Bible in basic English says the year of the Lord's good pleasure. God's word translation says the year of the Lord's goodwill. So when he said the acceptable year of the Lord, it is the year, an accurate translation, of his favor. Of his favor. Of his favor. Now that's very important because God is giving favor to the body of Christ. Now, let me just kind of very quickly, because anytime I teach, I try, if I can, to make sure that we teach the interpretation of the Scripture, the setting of the Scripture, what that Scripture means. Then from that, we have to pull the application all right? There's only one true interpretation of any scripture, but there are a multitude of applications in how they walk out in our life, the circumstances, and so forth. 2023 is going to be a year of God's favor for the Lion's Army. As you listen to that message, my prayer is that the Holy Spirit really inspired your heart and built a lot of confidence and encouragement within you. I'd like to pray with you about it right now. Lord God, for every single listener, I pray that those four Ps, that there would be purpose, promotion, 
and prospering that takes place for every single person now, and that it would bring your good pleasure to see those things manifest as covenant blessings in the hearts and in the lives and the families and the ministries of every single one of us. I declare that we will have a profitable year, that the blessings of renewal and restoration would be upon your people. We give you all the glory and all the praise for it, Lord Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. I hope that it really blessed your spirit. And remember that my new book on Third Heaven Authority is available now for pre-order. You can pre-order it on the internet by just Googling, searching for the book. It'll pop up on many distributor sites. Also, you can go to charismahouse.com and there on their new releases page, uh, you'll be able to find it. You can download a free chapter. There's a video. There's some other information there. But get the book. It will absolutely change your life. God bless.